My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Team Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Zakhari. Really glad that you can join us. And for this edition of Team Melly Talk, my guest is Arya Alaverdi. He is from Scotland, and he's a diehard Team Melly supporter. And recently, he also attended Iran's friendly match against Algeria that took place in Austria. Arya, first of all, Eidishama Mubarak, and welcome to Team Elite Talk. It's really a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, thanks, man. Eidishama Mubarak. Uh, it's a really a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, glad we can discuss some things I experienced in Austria. And yeah, man, um, pleasure to be here. All right, Arya, let's get right to it. Recently, Iran had three friendlies. First, a 4 nothing victory over Sierra Leone in Iran. Then a one nothing loss against Tunisia on the road. And then a 2-1 victory over Algeria in Austria. So out of all those matches so far, you know, we saw Carlos Queiroz bring in some different players. Maybe some of the players might be from different teams that other Team Ali fans are not too familiar with, depending on how much they keep up with the domestic leagues and whatnot. So I know there's kind of a lot to start off with, but which players stood out to you that, you know, right now maybe they might be on the bubble for whether or not they'll be going to Russia as part of the final 23-man roster? So, I mean, from what the game we saw against um, Sierra Leone, he played a, you know, a defense where, you know, he had two center backs, quite young, you know, Hansa that was at the last World Cup and um, didn't really feature, but now he's come back into the fold um then obviously Ruzbe Cheshmi has been with the team a couple of you know a couple of months now. You know I think he t- tried to play them. It didn't. It, obviously against Sierra Leone, it wasn't a great side. You know they um, had a pretty easy task. But I think when they played them against Tunisia, you saw you can tell like they didn't really. Um, they weren't able to keep up the flow of the game. Khanza uh, was maybe hitting the ball off the pitch because he couldn't really control the ball when it was coming at him or. You know, the, the speed of the play was a bit too much for him at that level. You know, it's not the same in the Iranian league. Um, but, you know, from that perspective, you know, he maybe played a little bit better against Algeria. Maybe the players around him were better, you know. Um, in terms of uh, midfielders, you know, he played Bolizade, who I thought, you know, showed some nice things against Sierra Leone. But then again, that's against a team that you don't know what the quality is like. When it comes to uh, you know some of the other players, like you know we saw Torabi come on at some point to get against the Tunisia of a game, had a chance to score a goal, um, didn't really produce. But you know th- there's always players in in the Arena League who are talented, but are they able to do it at that level in the World Cup? We don't know. And, and Kairos has tried his best to really prepare these players, and um, at the moment, from what I saw. You know, there's some things that are good, but there's also some some things that I just think that these players got have got so much to improve on, um, all around in, in, in their uh, in their in their overall games. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, good analyzation there. You know, I've heard some other Iranian football experts talk about the center backs as well, especially Khan Zadeh. You know, there's always going to be things, some positives and negatives as well. And I think you know, as we're getting closer to the World Cup. Do you feel that as if Carlos Queiroz is in a somewhat decent position, as in it feels like we know who's going to be the starting eleven? but now is it all about just providing that extra depth for Team Ali? Uh, 
the, if you look at the last game against Algeria, you saw that um, Hosseini didn't even play both of the games. You know, but he, but from what I saw, like from a, on the in the stadium, he was warming up. He was there warming up, but he never played the two games. You know, Kairos really showed that he wanted to just test players. Like at, at some point, he he was playing Masu's Shojoy in front of the defense. He's playing as a CDM defensive midfielder. You know. And then you had um, Ansarifad playing as a central midfielder, where for his own club, he plays as a striker. And then Hoysafi plays as a left-back for his club. But they're both in the same club. But they were both playing in midfield in the in the game with Algeria. So he was testing players um, a lot during the game, um, both Tunisia and Algeria. And it's good because, because there's an issue that issue that he knows there's of Iranians is um, especially the, the domestic players is the lack of fitness and that's the reason why he's done all the recovery sessions over the last past few or four months and he's making sure that we've got the, those backup players ready to play because when you play against in Morocco a tough team and then you got to play Spain and then you got to play Portugal got to run a lot a lot of running is going to be involved for some of the domestic players who maybe aren't used to it at that level, um, but they need to be used to it. And if they're not, if they if they can't get to that level, then you know maybe they shouldn't be at the World Cup. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough um, thing to say, but it's just the truth of the business. You know, if if you're not ready for it, then maybe you shouldn't be there. You know, that's what he's doing. He's making sure that these players are not only um, tactically aware, which you saw that he's played them in many positions, but also physically and mentally ready for that. That type of um, um, level uh, of football to play at, you know, it's a completely different level of the World Cup. And you know, fortunately, we might see some holes in our game, or we might see things, some things that we're really good, really good at, like against Argentina, where we were fantastic at defending, but we didn't really see that that much before that game. You know, so you know, it's a great opportunity for them to see see how they get on. And you know, I was checking out some reports around the internet, and Carlos Queiroz said that Team LA is far from where they should be, you know, as they're getting closer to the World Cup, and I think all this ties into what you just said, and, you know, we want to see Team LA be at that level, but it's not easy to just go to that level. We've heard Carlos Queiroz in the past say things like, I mean, when I say past, I mean even recently, saying things like, Getting prepared for the World Cup is much more important than you know a lot of these Iranian pro league matches. Yeah, I mean that's, a, that's obviously a topic that he um, that he believes in, and honestly, um, for Iranians within you know that support the clubs within Iran, for them to hear that, I don't know, like it, it's obviously tough because for them it's like oh it's our club, you know we want our players to be playing regularly. It's the long term project of the clubs. You know, because obviously for them it's like the the issue with that is you're taking away the long term um, development of a player. You know, you're saying, oh, it's only the World Cup, short term tournament, and that's it. You know, what's going to happen after that? For, for that's what they're thinking. You know, they're thinking short. It's the long term. You know, the player's development with a club. You know, that's more important. And yes, it probably is more important. But when it's with a, in my opinion, it, from what I see, is like. It's probably more important when you're when you're with a club that's going to really develop you as a player. You, you know, you can say that with anyone. Um, oh yeah, I play in a team in the second division, but is that really going to improve you as a player? It's just going to make you play more football, sure. But you know, so you need to think about it in terms of quality of play. Like how much 
playing team are they going to be getting um, within their league and what's the quality there and what's the quality if they were to play in the World Cup and how much would they improve just for that for those three matches they would probably improve you know tenfold just because they played against Portugal and then playing Paddy there for example in, in, the, in the league do you know what I'm trying to say so um it's uh, it's a really it's a case of he knows football. You know he's been around football for so many years. That, and he's just trying to say that you know the opportunity that these players have is massive, and if we can really get them prepared and doing well against these teams, they'll improve not only their own game but the the kids that watch them play ten years later. They're gonna be like, well, we want to do that too, and you know it's just um, it becomes a. Um, a domino effect. And you know what, you got to break that cycle because I've been told before by other Iranian football experts that lots of times Team LE coaches or players have that habit, I mean, or even the Football Federation itself in general has that habit of just living for the moment and not really preparing too much for the future. So in that, leading into my next question, you know, I said once again, thinking about reports that you saw, and I saw the goal that Ali Reza Beranvand led in against Algeria, the game you were at. And in my, from my perspective, I feel like he made a mistake. He came out to no man's land only to see that ball get headed in. Is this another problem with Ali Reza Beranvand? And I remember I gave you a shout out on Team LA Talk when I had a YouTube version because I remember you were a big, big um, supporter of Hossein Hosseini of Esteglal. So is that where you still stand? Yeah, I mean, um, the issue with uh, the goalkeepers right now is, first of all, I'll be honest, like, we've not had these this many, you know, goalkeepers at, at a decent level, you know. I, I would say the ones that he's called up are Beran um, Van, Hosseini, Mazahiri, and Obadzadeh. They're all at a decent level, you know. They're not, you know, fundamentally, as goalkeepers, they've all got what it takes to play at, you know, a good level. Um when it comes to playing at the national team as the number one, and obviously Bayern Van Dunda against Tunisia and Algeria, you know, it's tough to say because Bayern Van is, I would say, the more, he is obviously the more experienced out of all, all four of them. And he did really, I would say he did quite well against Tunisia. He did, I mean, from what I saw in the stadium, he did really, really against Algeria. His communication was good. Playing out the back was good managed to really make up some really good saves he kept us he really kept us in the game for at least i would say up to about up to the goal he was doing fantastic and then conceded that goal uh, obviously you can analyze the goal as much as you want you can see he came out but he came out late the defense were late to, to anticipate the ball coming high maybe he didn't read the ball properly the defense could have headed it back you know you can make a lot of claims of whose fault it was um end of the day that's a mistake that's happened, and it needs to be corrected. Now, whether whether it's his fault, then okay, it's his fault. Is he going is he going to do it again? Well, we we know that in the past he's made mistakes like that before. So, I hope that you know that gets fixed. If it's if it's not going to get fixed, then maybe it does become Jose Nocini, who's been fantastic for Estoril. Um, and the only reason why I thought he would be a good option to start is because, uh, for me. Bayron Van is um, a brilliant athlete. I think out of all four of the goalkeepers, he's probably the best physical 
you know, specimen athlete out of all four. I think he's got all the physical attributes that a goalkeeper needs. I just think Hossein Hossein, he seems a bit more of a, a traditional, you know, no risk, just make the saves and let the play happen. You know, that kind of, that kind of uh, keeper. Whereas Bayern Man, he does, he will take that extra step, you know, the long throws, the acrobatic um, jumps, you know, trying to exit from a goal kick, uh, from a a corner or a free kick earlier to get the ball, you know he does that stuff. So you know it's it's really what what the, what the coach prepare, um, prefers. I'm just glad it's not me making a choice in the World Cup. <laughs> Absolutely, we got to wait and see how it goes. You know, I'm still on the fence on who should be the starting keeper, but there still is time. But it's just one of those things. I think a lot of Team LA fans might be on their heels, just wondering who it's going to be. I mean, you don't want to just wait to the last minute, but sometimes that happens and you got to do what you got to do. And another thing, Arya, you know, looking back at the game against Algeria, that first goal was scored by Sardar Azmoun, and what a fantastic header that was. And when you're looking at how he's done this season with his club team, Rubin Kazan in the Russian Premier League, he really has not had a very good season. A lot of Team LA fans are not happy with him going back to Rubin Kazan. Then you have fans talking about Kaveh Rezaei and how he's had a fantastic season with Charleroi in the top flight of Belgium. He was even voted as one of the top 11 players for this season. And I understand there's a lot of Team LA fans that are supporting Kaveh Rezaei. I think a lot of people want to see him possibly be the starting striker. But from what I saw with Sardar Azmoun and his finishing skills, that to me shows me that he must be the starting striker up top. Like I said earlier, he may not be having a great season with his club team, but when he puts on that shirt for Team Ellie, he finds ways to score, and that's what's most important. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Um, you know, Osmond, Os- I'll give you, like, she's just, she's, just, she's just so clever. Like, from what I saw in the stadium, there's things that the TV might have not caught. Like, I'll give you an example. Um... During the game, when Meti Toremi got injured, we were, out, we were I think we were ten men for about five minutes in the, in the game. I think we were like, yeah, we were down ten men, um, and then Vaidami was about to get subbed on, but the Algerians were holding on to the ball, um, you know, trying to delay the subs- trying to delay the substitution, so making sure you know they still got ten men trying to score a goal. Um, I think losing the ball for about ten minutes, they're passing the ball about, and then Osmond. You know, the clever guy that he is just drops into the floor and acts injured and <laughs> we get subbed on. Yeah, Amory gets subbed on and we're back to 11 players again. Well, it's just those small things. That, I know it might seem like it's cheating. And you, sure, it might be. But if the referee didn't, if the referee didn't see it, then it, the game goes ahead. And, um, you know, not only that, his hold-up play was fantastic against um, Algeria. He was bringing the people in. Bringing the players around the men, Tony was turning me and Jalambesh were linking up really well with him. Um, and obviously in the air, we know the predatory, you know, predator in him that he can really do anything in the in the air. You know, if a ball comes over the top, he'll win it and he'll try and score a goal. Um, Kaveh is always a great player, and he scored a header against against Sierra Leone too. So I'm not taking any anything away from him. He's really good in the air as well. It's just I think Kaveh is a he needs to do it. He needs to show us that he can do it against the top team, and he and maybe he didn't get a chance to do it that much against Tunisia, Algeria. But you know, if if Osman's been doing it for for the, for what 
really whole qualifiers, then you know you can't take it, you can't take it away from them. You know, she just can't. As a as a coach, if your player is playing well, you play him. Um, you know, unfortunately for Kobe, he's done fantastic for his club, but he can't really play now because because Osmond's done it so well for the national team. You know, it's a shame, but he'll be he'll be there. He'll be there, and he he'll get his chance, and and I'm sure he'll take it as well. And Aria, as I remember you telling me, I believe this was your first time getting to see Team Ellie in person. So tell me about your experience of you know getting over to Austria, and you know what was the support like for Team Ellie? And it wasn't a full stadium, but I it seemed like there was a pretty good contingent there of Team Ellie support. Yeah, um, it was great. It was great. Uh, we arrived at the stadium. Me and my dad were the first people at the stadium. <laughs> we were the first supporters there. We were so eager. We were just flown over from Scotland. Um, you know, it was a pretty long journey. So we were the first ones at the stadium. Um, got there about, about two hours before the game started. We got tickets. And then, you know, we met some of the fans outside. The first, when we were at the stadium, there was more Algerians who were coming in. So, like, outside the stadium, there were way more Algerians. They were cheering on their fan, their team. But then when we got in the stadium, you know, um, as, a, you know, like a typical Iranian, you know, we all came in a bit later on. <laughs> we came in, like, just for kickoff. So all the Iranians came in for kickoff, and um, that's when all the... All the cheering came on, you know, we uh, a lot of chants, a lot of, uh, you know, like you always hear on TV. And, yeah, the game started. Again, atmosphere continued, really good atmosphere. Um, and, you know, for my first national team game to watch that, you know, it was brilliant. Um, and then, you know, we obviously scored the two goals. You know, I think overall the atmosphere was good. And then at the, after the game, uh, we went to uh, meet some of the players <laughs> You know, typical uh, again of Iranians. They're a bit, uh, a bit crazy about it, but uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll allow that. Um, yeah, overall the trip was really good, and hopefully we will be going uh, again for the either the Turkey match or Greece game. All right, sounds like a plan. I hope you take care of these in advance. It's always fun to travel to see Team Ellie. I mean, I love the travel in general, but when you get to combine Team Ellie and traveling, it makes it that much more fun. And Arya, I would just like to thank you for taking the time to join me on Team Ellie Talk. It really was a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much, uh, Art. Really, really, really appreciate it. Um, I just want to say also one thing is uh, we also had the opportunity to meet uh, Amir Hashimi as well, who was agent of Jahan Baksh. Awesome. I'm really glad you got to meet Ali Reza Jahan Baksh agent. I mean, he's got a lot of hard work to do, but you know, it's a he's got an awesome job to do as well, you know, representing some promising and very talented Iranian footballers. You know, let's hope he keeps on representing more and getting more Iranian footballers to Europe at young ages. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and you know, hopefully um we bring more uh, Iranians to Holland at some point as well to get, to get the experience that they deserve. All right, and with that, everyone, it is time to wrap up this edition of Team LA Talk. Really do appreciate the support. Make sure you get to our website, teamletalk.com. You can also find us on social media. You know, the handle at Team LA Talk or on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. 
And please do keep an eye on our upcoming Team Elite Talk episode on YouTube. It should be up soon. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Team Elite Talk. And thank you once again, Arya, for joining us. And we'll see you next time.